Yes. Hello. Hello. One eight hundred hot mama. Oh dear. It's been a minute. Yes. Or two. Or yeah. three. Maybe. It's been a month, right? Yeah. It has literally been a month. Yeah. Okay, guys. It's been a I, long I time. I know we've been super inconsistent and what there was a good reason. There was this. a really good reason. They are licking the why are you licking me? Okay. It's most action I've gotten in a long time. <laughs> we have two dogs in here with us. Yeah, we had a, a little incident before we even started today. So I bought a baby gate so that they would leave my do- my baby alone, yeah. my grandson alone, because they love him so much, but they follow him all over the place. She thought a baby gate was going to keep all the Cujos down. So they cleared that gate the first day. They were like, you think this is going to hold us back? No, it's mm-hmm. not. So anyways, so then Albert bought a taller gate. Mm-hmm. They jumped over that too. So today I got the bright idea to stack them. I turned one upset side down on the top and then the bigger one on the bottom and it was working all day mm. and tell, then tell Carlene, Carlene comes up. yeah and then Carlene got here and they just for some reason go crazy it literally sounded like hell was breaking loose they busted both gates down and, and in the process broke our thermostat Mm-hmm. Which my husband is not so happy about right now. <laughs> so, and then it's the coldest night of the year. Yeah. So far. Yeah. It's supposed to be like 40 something degrees tonight. Yeah. Like, I think it caught in the 30s last yeah. night, didn't it? Yeah. But to, it's, there's a freeze warning for, for tonight. Well, that would be the 30s then. Dig. Hey, you want to hear my, my animal story? What's that? So I always joke that Shadow, because she sleeps on my arm when mm-hmm. I sleep on my side mm-hmm. that what you can't hear me no I can hear you perfectly <laughs> I can also smell perfectly oh we had oh a fart happened <laughs> oh god I'm sorry I changed dog foods on them get ready anyway I always joke that she's gonna be like bitch I heard you say you wish I was dead what <laughs> what <laughs> right in my mouth <laughs> you why'd you go instantly to your mouth? Because she's sleeping right here and like right in my face. Oh my god. So because I have woken up with it like my hand in it, and I'm like, why is my hand wet? Ugh. Okay, well, the other night Connor and Leslie left Daisy with me, their dog Daisy. And so Shadow had to sleep in my room. Well, she has <laughs> It just hit me. No. No. I tasted it. Oh Holy my gosh. Crap. Okay. One of them's got to go. He, it's him because he was farting. You got to go, baby. You're so cute. I'd open a window, but we let all the air Daisy with me and um, so Shadow has an eating disorder because she eats 
eats until she pukes. Right. So she had evidently, it's the middle of the night. I think I finally just fell asleep. And all of a sudden I wake up to, (laughs) well, she's right here. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get her off of me, but her nails are stuck to my sheets. Oh, no. And so as I'm trying to get her off of me, puke is coming out. <laughs> it was like going everywhere. Puke on me, puke all over my bed, on my wall. Oh, my God. <laughs> because while she's puking, I'm still oh. trying to, I'm half asleep. I'm trying to get her off my bed, right. and then it's going everywhere. It was the most disgusting, horrific scene. So then I was up until like three in the morning getting the sheets off, making sure of the puke. And then I went to take off my sports bra. I was like, oh, my God, why do I still smell it? And it, it was all down my my sports bra, because I sleep in a sports bra. Right. It's all down my... It was disgusting. Oh, God. <laughs> it was so gross. And now they're back, so she's going to be locked in the room with me again. Great. Maybe I should sleep in Allie's room. <laughs> Maybe she should sleep in Allie's room. Maybe. So I was going to tell you about what happened at the beginning of the week. My eyeball. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. All right. So it started last Friday. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I had something in my eye. My vision was really blurry. So I pulled out the contact. And then when I tried, pulled it out, like my vision was still blurry in the eye. Like it was cloudy. So I was like, all right, what's up with that? So I took it out that day. The next day, I tried to put it back in. And like it burned a little. And I pulled it back out and stuck it in the a different contact case. Because I was having an issue. I just got brand new contacts. And they mixed up my prescription. <gasps> like I have a toric in one eye and a oh. regular lens in the other eye. Mm. And they switched it. But I was trying to figure it out. So anyways, in the process, I thought I scratched my eye to make a oh, long story no. short. So I left it out all weekend long. Come Monday, I go to put it back in. And it, it burned my eye. Because it sat on that context mm. case. So I pulled it out right away. And I was like, okay. So I thought it was because I had a scratch in my eye. I was like, okay, I'm not ready to wear contacts. Yeah. So then my eye was just a little bit fuzzy. But as the day progressed, it started feeling like I had a hot poker in my eye. Oh, my god! I had already, like, told Serena that I would watch the baby. Damon came and dropped him off. And I had, at this point, because, like, my eye was so light sensitive, mm-hmm. I found a patch that Albert had from because he's had a scratch in his cornea before i'm wearing a patch when he gets here the baby just busts out <laughs> laughing i'm like yeah baby grandma's a pirate that's hilarious <laughs> Arr. Arr. so anyways um i decided to just either go to urgent care or go see like an er, uh, ER ophthalmologist mm-hmm. so i found one i ended up having to drive myself down there you knucklehead. I know. But I told you, it was just the way it all worked out. And yeah. when they sent me on a goose chase, like told me to call this other one that was closer. And then by the time I figured out that all that wasn't going to work, I called them back and I was like, I'm just going to go to you guys. And it was like 30 minutes away on oh. the freeway. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Drove there with one eye. One eye. So this eye like is mm. like totally light sensitive. Mm. And this eye, because it was tearing all day, the contact was like totally blurry. Oh, and there's so. nothing worse. I think nothing worse than your eyes and your gums, your teeth. Oh yeah, those are like the most sensitive. So and you can't do anything about them. I get there thinking I just have a scratch in my cornea, mm-hmm. and it was a chemical burn. I don't get how she's that. like. 
How? There's like no skin. <gasps> like Ay. she's like it's supposed to be shiny yeah. and it's completely dull. But she's I like don't, how? Something that was in that contact case. And I had rinsed it out, but it must have activated something. Or... Like while you were cleaning, you got something in there? Or yeah. it's just from... That's what I'm guessing. I don't know. I, mm. I like I was totally baffled as to why That's I had a so crazy. Burn. Yeah. Did you have to get new eye solution? Yeah. Yeah. She gave me, she gave me a sample and then I'm probably just going to go buy some more. Mm. Yeah. And she made me, she's like, throw away your, everything, your contacts, everything that you've had in your eyes... Just throw it all away mm-hmm. and figure out what's going on with your prescription. And she like gave me a prescription. So now you have to wait for a new prescription. Yeah. Ugh. Yep. Let's drink our wine. Let's drink because it's been a weird week. It has it's been. It's been a weird month. Yeah. Well, for you more. Yeah, we had a COVID scare. <laughs> we literally got sick, my husband and I. And then find out from my daughter. We got the, at the end of the day, it was a regular flu. <laughs> but we find out that we'd been exposed mm-hmm. through them. It's good to be cautious, though. Right. I mean, so then when I get a test. Because you just got, you were sick not too long ago yeah. from them. And we were worried it was a COVID right. scare. All right. But this time you got tested. Yeah. So it, it was nothing. Everybody it was, was fine. Yeah, everybody was fine. Perfect. Uh, anyways. Ay, 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 girl. Also, I wanted to say thank you to the few people that have bought stuff from us in the last couple of weeks oh, from, our, from our Teespring website. Thanks thank you very much. Stuff. I think I know who one of them is, but yeah. What would they buy? Um, a sweatshirt and oh, some masks. I need to get a sweatshirt. I love our masks. We I all- do. And- oh, I get strangers come up to me. And compliment our masks. Really? Yeah. When I'm out and about, they'll be like, hey, I love your mask. I'm like, tipsy tails. It's ours. <laughs> you do the gang signs, the tipsy yeah. tail. Yeah. You're like, tipsy tails. <laughs> tipsy tails. Tipsy <laughs> Wait, how do you do a T in sign We'll do start doing T's. Oh, Oh, heck. But yeah, I get compliments all the time by strangers. So tonight we're probably just going to jump right into it because you got somewhere to be, right? My baby's home. Your babies are home. It's holidays, so hopefully we can get another episode in before the end of this month, but I'm not making any promises. It might not be until the first of the year. I don't know. I mean, it's up to you, but I know like our the way our schedules have been lately, it's just been like super really hard. hard. To, yeah, and been, I've been super busy. <laughs> Thankfully. Busy is good. Thankfully busy. busy oh, yeah, you're so good. First. All right, I'm excited to hear about your story. Wait, wait, wait. I'm probably thinking we should yeah, we do this. A little bit more wine. A little more wine. Go, 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 go. Go, go. Go, 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 go. You can have more than me because you're not driving. Okay. Okay. Yes, mama. Okay. 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 Ready then. Let's do it. Wait, can we just bring up your calm the fuck down? <laughs> Tell them about your candle. I bought a candle. The calm the fuck down candle. (laughs) I think you should put it up. I think we should give them some props. (laughs) It says, smells like just breathe. This too shall pass and other platitudes that might be full of shit. And it's from the Whiskey River Soap Company. I love it. Yeah, that's pretty hilarious. It says, calm the fuck down. Live, (laughs) laugh, haha, fuck that. (laughs) I love it. And it smells delicious and I haven't lit it yet. Yeah. It smells so good. How come you haven't lit it? It smells clean. That does, that does smell. What is that smell? Hold on. I don't know. It smells like calm the fuck down. 
Yeah, but there's that aroma. What is that? It's a citrus. It is. That's what it is. That's a citrus. I've been trying to place it. Yeah, that's what it smells like to me. So calm the fuck down already. Yes. All right. Yes, we all need to calm the fuck down, by the way. Seriously. It's uh, time. My eye is saying calm the fuck down. It's just tweaking out. Do you see it? Mm-hmm. It's not even is like little contagious? flutters. It's like a big pulse. <laughs> I guess it's my eyelid. Your eyelid. My eyelid. Right. When was the last time we were together? I'm just like trying to think what we, what we, it's what been was our a, story? It's been a minute. Oh my God. I feel so bad. It and- was, um, I did mine on that chick in San Francisco or San Diego or whatever. You know, that had people buried in her backyard. Oh, yeah. That's how long that's ago right. it was. And I did the White House ghosts. Yes. That was so good, though. I still was thinking about it even when I was doing my story. Were you? The White House ghosts? Yeah, I liked it. That was good. Dug it. All right. Well. I hope. I would even check to see if you guys have done my. Have you done any stories in Greece? No. Okay, good. All right. No. I don't think so. No, we haven't. Yeah. All right. Um, you guys, I mean, when you and Yolanda, ha- Yolanda, why did I just call her Yolanda? Yvette, Yolanda, Yvette. You see how I caught it as it was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I knew, I knew. I was like, wait, You've why? Been renamed Yvette. Yeah. In my brain, as I was saying Yolanda, my brain was going, "That's not right. Why are you saying that?" <laughs> You know, the funny thing was that like a couple of weeks ago, Albert and I were going to just record a podcast and that's yeah. when we got sick. Oh, that's right. Well, it was right around the same time. Yeah. And we were just like, mm, no, not feeling it. Uh-uh. All right. Anyways. Okay. And go. if you can hear over my. <sighs> Your heavy breathing. Okay, go. <laughs> And then the little wheeze that's in there. I took allergy medicine, though, before I came. Oh, that's good. So it's not that as bad. That should be like a must now. Yeah. I just forget. But it's not even as bad tonight. Okay. All Sorry. Right. We can really start now. So I decided since we're like currently in another reincarnation of the 20s, mm-hmm. um, here is a story from the Roaring 20s. Oh, I love the 20s. We're in the 20s, though. I don't love these twenties no, so far, but I like. I'm not the impressed. 20s. I like. I like I want the my way money they. Back. I like the way they dressed back then, and they danced. What do we call our twenties? They have a name. We we call them. Oops, the, I forgot. What year was that? <laughs> the twittering. <laughs> the twittering twenties. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is a story of adultery, murder, and the utter stupidity of two incompetent murderers dubbed the Dumbbell Murders. No. And not just because one of the murder weapons was technically called a dumbbell. Oh, what? That's hilarious. (sighs) Anyways. I'm ready for it. All right. So Albert Schneider was an editor of Motorboating Magazine. (laughs) 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 Which had nothing to do with boobs. (laughs) <laughs> we both were, <laughs> it's like we were trying to hold it in that was hilarious and ruth at the time um when they first met was working <gasps> as an operator somebody is clearly like obviously touching my hair right now oh wow who is it 
I don't know. It wasn't even, I mean, you don't ever see me interrupt you with that. It was so, uh, it was like. Just grab your hair. Okay, I'm so sorry. I had to say something that was insane. Keep playing with my hair. It's okay. If you figure it out, let me know. All right. So at the time when they first met, um, Ruth was working as an operator for the New York Telephone Company, which is pretty much how they met. Um, She called the wrong number and then he went off on her. Wow. She apologized in a sweet, melodious voice, and he felt bad and decided to apologize to her in person. Mm. Two hours later, he met the blonde 19-year-old that would eventually be his wife. Oh, wow. One thing about Albert, though, is that he had lost his great love and fiance, Mm. Jesse Gishard, to pneumonia. And even when he got married, he still got carried a torch for it. His great love. Does it say anything about her? Like how old she was? Uh, I think she was pretty young. Like 16? No. Oh, a little older? Probably. So weird. Why? I don't know. I just felt like she was like blonde and 16. Young, young, young. Yeah. Anyway. They probably said, but I kind of skipped over it because I didn't think it was important. Yeah. Except that he was still carrying a torch for her. Yeah. Um, So he ends up getting her a job at his magazine. They start dating and one thing leads to another and they eventually marry in 1915 with one hitch he had to change the spelling of his last name from schneider s-c-h-n-e-i-d-e-r to a more american version because she thought it sounded too germanic she wanted him to spell s-n-y-d-e-r what yeah bizarre red flag that's so weird Weird. okay so they eventually have a daughter lorraine in 1918 and then the wedded bliss wore off pretty quickly. Uh, Albert was intelligent, outdoorsy, loved boating, fishing. Uh, he loved hiking, all that stuff. But he's also kind of introverted. And he didn't really care for the social engagements that Ruth enjoyed. Ruth wasn't really a fan of literature or art. So there wasn't really... There There was also an age gap. And I can't remember. It's like a few years. It's not a lot. But there was a little bit of an age gap. Can I just say, Bar, I know we d- we've done this before, but... That is not my heavy breathing that you hear. <laughs> that is my dog snoring. It's shorty. We always shorty. have to say that, yeah. And she snores pretty loud now. She's really it's gotten fast. worse. She's fat. I snore loud, too, because I've gotten You should... <laughs> I was telling you earlier, when she comes in, in the middle of the night, like, I'll let her out. Mm-hmm. She comes back in, and then she's cleaning herself. Yeah. Oh, no. It's awful. I told you, it's like the worst 15 minutes yeah, ever. That's how I sound, And too. I'm finally like... <laughs> You're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then she and, and she snorts while she's doing. She's like, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Hey, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> Okay, so Ruth wasn't really a fan of literature or art, and there wasn't really much there to keep the fire going between them um, after the initial whatever. It's interesting. She liked to go out and socialize, but she didn't like any of that kind of stuff. No, she just didn't. It didn't really like, hmm. she didn't like books. She didn't like any of that stuff. But, but she he, didn't. He and did? also like some, yeah, he hmm. was, yeah. But and also what? When she was younger, she didn't do very well in school either. Mm. So that kind of stuff didn't really keep her attention. Mm. But she was a social butterfly. Interesting. Anyways, that wasn't the only problem. Ruth wasn't really a fan. Okay. Also, she began to feel as if she couldn't compete with his dead fiance, Jesse. 
I mean, there was a large picture of her in their home. Oh. And they moved several times, and that picture went with them, and he put it up every time. Hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> that I wouldn't mean, be great. I guess she kind of figured out she's not first. No. And he also had a boat named after her. Wow. And he also had a necktie pin with her initials. Among other things. I think they were like, they were, he, she ended up passing away. Did I say that? Yeah. They I mean, were engaged for difference. 10 years. Oh. That's a long time to be engaged. Yeah. So he never married her or he did? No, he didn't marry her because she passed away. I think they were kids when they. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And then another thing it's was kind of weird. when she got pregnant, she thought that that was going to like kind of bring them together. Mm-hmm. It moved them further apart because he never wanted kids. Oh, dear God. So he resented her for it. Yeah, he was. He wasn't. He was kind of a dick. Yeah, sounds like they were having sex though. So that's something. <laughs> At least there was that, right? <laughs> um, in 1923, they move into a neighborhood called Queens Village. Her mom, Josephine Brown, ends up moving in with them. So now she has a babysitter. But she also has somebody that likes her. Hopefully, right? Well, yeah, maybe. And then. <laughs> The extroverted Ruth began attending more parties, socials, and this delighted her and kept her spirits high. Her friends nicknamed her Gay Tommy, which had nothing to do with... No, it's happy. Yeah, it's happy. Mm -hmm. Not that it would matter, but that's not what it means in this context. Uh, One day out at lunch with friends, she's introduced to skinny corset salesman named Judd Gray. So, I mean... Pretty much like some of the stories I read, he's he's a very unremarkable, forgettable guy, hmm. but there's an attraction there. Um, Judd was also married to Isabel, and they also had a daughter together. The impression he left on people was of a nice, ordinary man. He liked to play golf and bridge and drive his car. At least that's what his Tinder profile said. <laughs> what his Tinder profile left out was he had a thing for his mother. Oh, what? He wrote his Stop. wife once... Saying that she could never replace his mother. What? Yeah. So okay. it's a weird thing to say to your wife, right? A little bit. And it was this that probably attracted him to Ruth. In fact, she was perceptive enough to realize he was a mama's boy. And she had him start calling her mommy. No. no. Mom Z. No. Had a, his nickname for her was Mom Z. No. It was gross. And they talked to each other in baby talk. No. She called him Bud, Buddy. And lover boy. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. It, was, it was kind of a weird Mm-mm. thing. Not to kink shame. I mean, whatever's your thing is your thing, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same, like, when there's people, older people, and they're always like, uh, mommy, like, calling their wife mommy, but their kids are, like, long gone. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're like, why are you calling your wife mommy? Mm-hmm. It's and just, you just weird. wonder. Weird. It's just weird. That's not your mommy. That is your wife. Do you ever like see a couple sometimes and you're just like, how do the mechanics of that work out? <laughs> yeah. And then you're like instantly just want to wash the image from your brain. Yes, like, because why did my mind go there? I'm a visual. And then I immediately am like picturing them having sex. <laughs> like, how does that work? Are they kinky? <laughs> <laughs> Especially like those quiet ones that look like they're like very prissy and you know, go to church and oh, yeah. little Susie Homemaker. That's your kinky one right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the loud drunk one, she falls asleep right away. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hilarious. Uh, okay. Mm. 
They usually met at the Waldorf Astoria, where they registered as Mr. and Mrs. Gray. They both commiserated with each other about how miserable they both were in their respective marriages. And she also confided in him that he had tried to, that she had tried to off her husband on several occasions. Once, Albert was in the garage jacking up the Buick. God, thank God you said jacking up the. (laughs) Not jacking off. Jacking up the Buick to change a tire when the jack slipped and he narrowly escaped death. Then, another time, he was hit by a crank, knocking him unconscious. I don't know who was wielding the crank. I'm going to guess it was her. A third garage accident. I mean, I don't... Why did he even go in the garage after this? I mean... A third garage accident, and he never, ever suspected that it was her trying to take him out. A third garage accident, when his wife brought him some whiskey, the booze made Albert strangely and suddenly Mm. sleepy. Very soon, he realized that the garage door was closed, and he was breathing (laughs) carbon dioxide. (laughs) Hmm. <laughs> Panicked, he fled from the Buick's underside oh and escaped. God. And still didn't think it was her? No. It's just no. an accident. Another time, she. F- I thought he was intelligent. Yeah. Another time, she fed him rat poison and it oh just gave God. him indigestion. So oh. apparently, he had nine lives. He's not supposed to die. <laughs> All right. That's so insane. I told you you were going to like this one. Mm-hmm. She also had three different life insurance policies on her husband. Oh, dang. One for $1,000, another for 5000 a third for 45000 mm. and the last had a double indemnity clause, oh. meaning that the insurance company would pay $90,000 if Albert's death was an accident. What? Mm-hmm. That girl wants to make some money. According to Judd, Ruth tricked Albert into signing all three documents what? by telling him the least expensive policy had to be signed in triplicate. Oh, oh, smart. See, she's not dumb. It's starting to sound like the reverse here because I yeah, mean, she literally tried to dumb. take him out several times. Listen, there's book smart. I was just talking to somebody about this. There's book smart that you can pass a test and study. And there is... Street smart. Mm-hmm. She's got streets. Apparently. 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 All right. So you won't be surprised to find out mm. that she did her best in sight or convince Judd to kill her husband. Do it for momsy. <laughs> she tried to convince him that Albert mistreated her and that he must be killed. She tried so hard that they fought about it. So much that he started drinking prohibition liquor to settle his nerves. <laughs> oh, speaking of this year, the 20s and prohibition... Did you hear about the couple that bought a house? I can't remember where it was. They bought a house and they were redoing it. And they have found like 100 bottles of 100-year-old whiskey. I think I saw an article. Or I didn't read it. Yeah, I did. Kind and of they said like it. they're selling each bottle is like $1,000. Wow. Are you serious? It's worth 1000 bucks for each bottle. That's crazy. Yeah. Can you believe that? Can you believe they found the whiskey like in the walls? And they're still continuously finding. Can you believe there was prohibition? No. Well, that's why it's like with pot. It's the same shit. Like, eventually it's going to be legal. So just get over it. Like, eventually, one day we're going to be like, can you believe this shit was ever illegal? Right. And 
here we are. Did you yeah. hear my throat? That no. was not an EVP. Oh, I heard her. <laughs> I heard her snorting. All right. So he holds his ground until March 19th, 1927, when he finally gives in. It was a cold day in Long Island, and he spent most of it drinking, trying to find his courage at the bottom of his bottle. Or maybe he was just trying to get arrested for drinking. Oh, maybe. The plan was that he would travel by train to New York from Syracuse and by bus to Long Island. When he got to Queens Village... And after his stint at the at day drinking, he let himself in through the back door. The family was away at a party, so he hid in a spare bedroom where Ruth generously left him a window weight, which was called a dumbbell for some mm-hmm. reason, rubber gloves, and chloroform. What? What? And she snuck into their house. Or he snuck into their house because they had plans. Oh. They had, he finally was like, all right, I'm going to murder your husband. Ooh. So she let Obviously, the supplies she wasn't there. capable of doing it herself because right. she failed okay, so I many understand. times. So she left the supplies for him to murder him. Right. Him to murder him. Yeah. And when she and her family returned at 2 a.m., she cracked the door open and said, are you in there, bud, dear? <laughs> she returned later and they had sex literally oh. down the hall from where her husband was sleeping. Gross. Perfect. Uh, finally, after about an hour, Gray grabbed the window, sash, wait, and Ruth led him to the master bedroom, where Albert Snyder slept with the blankets up over his head. Mm-hmm. The two of them stood on opposite sides of the bed, and then Gray raised the sash weight and brought it down clumsily onto Snyder's head. Mm. The weak blow merely glanced off the man's skull. Uh oh. And while stunned, he let out a roar and tried to seize his attacker. Mm mm. Judd became terrified and let out a whining scream. Momsy, Momsy, for God's sake, help! <laughs> there was no panic in Ruth Snyder, however, mm. and with a snort of disgust and anger, she's like, I'm going to have to do this myself. <laughs> she grabbed the weight from Judd's hands and crashed it down on her husband's skull, <laughs> killing him. After that, the two of them went downstairs, had drinks, and chatted about the rest of their plan. Wouldn't it be crazy if she hit the wrong one over the head? Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, explain that one. Mm-hmm. They faked a robbery by knocking over some chairs and loosely tying Ruth's hands and feet. Minutes after Gray left, Ruth began banging on Lorraine's door, her daughter. Mm. Um, the child ran out, removed the gag from her mother's mouth. She told her to get help, and Lorraine ran next door to the neighbor's house where the police were called. She also, I think she told reporters the next day that it was two big, burly Italian men that mm. had robbed the house. Um, Damon Runyon, the celebrated newsman, later wrote that Ruth and Judd were inept idiots and called the whole mess the dumbbell murder because it was so dumb. I love it. When the police came, they weren't completely convinced of her story. For one thing, the items that she had claimed had been taken in the robbery were found hidden in the house under a mattress. Oh, why didn't he take it with him? Oh, my Atlanta. So then they start interrogating her further, and she finally breaks and pretty much blamed it all on Judd. Oh, double crossing bitch. Yeah. Who was found hours later. Who's your mommy now? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You bad boy. You bad boy. (laughs) Spank me. <laughs> These are our sound effects right now. Spank me, bad boy. Oh! <laughs> ah! 
<laughs> right. So a couple okay. hours later, they find him hiding in a Syracuse hotel room. He claimed to be innocent and said that he hadn't been in New York, except for the fact that they found his train ticket stub that he just tossed <laughs> like an idiot into the trash, and he ended up confessing. What a dumbass. He blamed it all on Ruth. He blamed it all on his mommy. And mommy. Hey, mommy. Mommy. Of course, the press sensationalized the crime, and by the time it all got to court, they were bitterly at each other's throats, uh-huh. pointing the finger at one another. Uh-huh. Never trust your mommy. No. Never trust your, uh, what, what'd she call him? Bud. Bud. Lover boy. That was shorty. Yeah. Never trust your buddy. That just sounds weird. Like, buddy. <sighs> mommy. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Mommy, give it to me. Oh, no. (laughs) Give it to me real good, Mommy. That's so gross. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. (laughs) It was such a media frenzy that among those in attendance at the trial were a mystery writer, Mary Roberts Reinhardt, director D.W. Griffith, author Will Durant, evangelist Billy Sunday, and Amy Semple McPherson, and many others. Sister Amy even received a large sum from the New York Evening Graphic to write up a piece on the sordid case. Sister Amy, who would be involved in a scandal of her own a year later, used her column to encourage men to say, I want a wife like mother, not a red hot cutie. I want a mommy too. (laughs) I want to spank my mommy. I'm like having Norman Bates like pop in my head right now. Yeah. Mother. Yeah. Mother. Super gross. Ruth's lawyer argued that her husband had driven her in search of a lover by longing for his Wait, departed... Wait, if I saw a fireman at the grocery store and I said, you want to be my daddy, that's not the same thing, right? I <laughs> <laughs> just... My wine just burned my nostrils right now. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <sighs> I just thought it. <laughs> I was going to say something about a fire hose and daddy, but I'm just going to leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Oh. Ruth's lawyer argued that her husband had driven her in search of a lover by longing for his departed sweetheart and that he further tempted her by taking out the 15... 15- K indemnity, double what? indemnity policy. So what? he tempted her. Oh, come. How dare he? When she got her turn in the stand, she wore black and played the part of the loving the housewife. Grieving, the grieving wife? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her lawyer glossed over the gray romance, and Ruth justified their affair by saying that Judd had also not been happy at home. However, she claimed that it had been lover boy who had dragged her to speakeasies and night spots where she had watched him drink himself senseless. She drove him to drink. What an asshole. She, Ruth, swore rarely that she ever touched a drink and never ever smoked. What a lying bitch. (laughs) Then she testified that Gray insisted that she take out the heavy insurance policy on her, so she's blaming it all on him. But her lawyer just said that the husband took it out on himself and tempted her. Wow. So that just sounds crazy. Looks like somebody's messing up their stories. Once she told the court, he even sent me poison and told me to give it to my husband. <laughs> okay. Mm. 
At this, the excitable Judd Gray began whispering to his lawyers. A short time mm-hmm. later, he also took the witness stand, and his attorney described Judd's situation as the most tragic story that has ever gripped the human heart. The lawyer claimed that Judd, Judd had was a law-abiding citizen who had been duped and dominated by a designing, deadly, conscienceless, abnormal woman. A human serpent, a human fiend in the disguise of a woman. Oh, so she had all the power. She was the smart one behind all this. Yeah. He she had no... manipulated and dominated him. Yeah. Okay. He then added that he had been drawn into the hopeless chasm. When reason was gone, manhood was gone, and when his mind was weakened by lust and passion. <laughs> For God's sake. Yeah. All right. Judd played the victim when he took the stand, nervously glancing over at his elderly mother. Oh, mommy. Mommy. His other mommy. His real mommy. Mommy. Who Don't was speak me. Sitting or in the corner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you bring your belt, mommy? Oh, please. All right. Tie me up first. <laughs> I'm trying to keep a straight face. Okay. She was sitting in the courtroom next to an act- actress, Nora Bays. I mean, like, this was like a star. This is huge. Yeah, so many people were there. Wow. Who had come to watch the show, which it was, a show. It's testi- a show. Yeah. He testified that Ruth had tried to kill her husband several times, once putting mm-hmm. knockout drops in his drink, and when oh. they failed, trying to gas him. I told her that she was crazy, Judd said innocently after testifying about how she had given Albert Schneider poison as a cure for the hiccups. <laughs> It made the man violently ill instead. I said to her, that was a hell of a way to cure hiccups. Gray added and told of two other times when Ruth tried to kill Snyder with sleeping powders. Wow. So it was more than the times that like, we even read. It, he's lucky multiple he lived as long as he did. He actually used up all nine of his lives. Sounds like. Finally, maybe he was a cat in former life. <laughs> Could be. Finally, Judge stated that he had Judge. I keep calling him Judge. Finally, Judge. Judge. <laughs> finally, Judge stated. Judd. Judd. Finally, Judd. Say it state, like that. Judd. <laughs> Judd. Stated that it had been Ruth who had taken out the insurance policy on Snyder. Duh. Mm-hmm. And it had not been his doing or his idea at all. He also described how she had struck the death blow on the night of the murder. At this, Ruth began to sob loudly in the courtroom. Even the judge glanced in her direction. <laughs> he was like, please, lady. Like, how dramatic. The jury was out only 98 minutes before coming back with a verdict. Guilty. Both defendants were stunned. Really? <laughs> they come off it. More so when they learned the sentence for their crime was death. Ooh, what? Judge Even Gray. her, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. Judd Gray was executed first on January 12th, 1928. He sat smiling in a cell, and when the warden came for him, he had received a letter from his wife forgiving him. Mm. He told the warden that he was ready to go and that he had nothing to fear. His electrocution was ineptly handled. Mm-hmm. His feet caught fire as Ooh. the current coursed through his body. Oh. That just sounds horrible. Yeah. Sounds like somebody was getting a jump start to hell. Ruth Snyder followed her lover just minutes after she watched the prison lights flicker, signaling the switch had been thrown for the electric chair. Reporters remembered that as she was being led to the electric chair, that she had said days before that God had forgiven her. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That she hoped the world would too. 
The final moments of her execution by a straight state electrician, Robert G. Elliott, were caught on film with the aid of a miniature plate camera custom strip. <laughs> this guy snuck in from this newspaper. He sneaks into the, the room. I mean, it was such a major event. Yeah. And they didn't want anybody to take any pictures. And this he snuck in this miniature camera. And the only way it would work was... Uh, where was it? Working in the cup room. <laughs> Anyways, he had only one chance. He couldn't even see what the camera was doing. Mm. He had to point his toe to click. Oh my gosh. And that was, he only had the one chance. It, they need to make a movie. Yeah. So there's this picture mm-hmm. and it ends up in the newspaper the next day Whoa. of like her. It's it's really distorted and fucked up. I'll show oh. you. Show, you want to see it? Yeah. All I smell is this candle. It's a citrus in it. You know what? This keeps messing me up because remember Winnie Ruth Judd? Yes. And this guy's name is Judd. And yes. Ruth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, weird, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, that is spooky looking. Isn't it? Yeah. So Ugh. she must have moved. Yeah. Like obviously she moved. Or the camera moved. Yeah. It's really creepy. Oof. Yeah. So that's, that's like the. So creepy. And that was on, splashed on the newspapers Mm-mm. next day. Mm 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 mm. So that was my story. Oh, so good. Yay. You liked it? I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. I don't know how you find these cool cool stories. They didn't make a movie with this one if they, they have They actually it. did a few. Did they? And there was one called, and it was way back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, Double Indemnity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After the insurance policy. <laughs> but there was a few others. Yeah. Hey, well, I did not read over my story. I did a lot of copy paste. So, what do you think I did? Oh, by the way, like I got that off of Murderpedia. If did anybody's you? wondering, there was an article, and I wish I might. I'll look for it right now while you're talking, so I can mm-hmm. give credit to the right writer. But I kind of read word for word off of that. So, anyways, yeah. I only copy pasted off of. I was gonna thought I was gonna be copying paste off of a bunch of stuff, but I ended up not doing that. I should probably put this on. and. It was by Denise No, TrueTV.com. Oh. That's where I got most of it anyways. Oh, I spelled that wrong. Spelt? Spelt? Spelted it? <laughs> I spelted that wrong. Okay. Well, I don't think mine is too long, but I, I think it's interesting enough. You said it was in Greece? It is in Greece. So hopefully I can pronounce things correctly. But anyway, it I got my story from paranorms.com and Haunted History off of Facebook. Oh. But anyway, I just kind of stole a couple things, information from them. <laughs> as long as you're giving them credit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's the Davilis Cave. Are you all right? Oh, <laughs> the snoring? <laughs> Like as soon as you started, it got louder. Yeah, Sorry. it did. Okay, so Davilis, I think it's pronounced Davilis. Davilis Cave on Mount Pendeli. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-mm. This cave is very wicked looking. The pictures you'll see when you pull them up. I'll send them to you if you okay. want. But anyway, okay. Um, Mount Pendeli is near Athens. So I believe when you're, you have to kind of like go up a really crazy mountain and then it gets to a point where you kind of have to like walk to the cave Mm -hmm. because the road is like there's a lot of rocks and but when you overlook you could see all of Athens it's really pretty yeah anyway list huh bucket list oh and I'm not kidding it's so cool oh 
One of the paranormal files, that kid on paranormal files, what is it? Colin, his name is Colin. Him and his dad went there mm-hmm. and they did a little, they didn't get anything, but other people have gotten like rocks thrown at them or heard EVPs and stuff like that. But anyway, okay, okay. The cave is also known as Cave of Pendeli, uh, the De- Develis Cave, and I don't know how to say this. Tavelli's Cave? Sure. I'm not Greek. I don't <laughs> speak Greek. <laughs> anyway, tales of, a, of strange goings on have been circulating for centuries. So, yeah, I'll just keep going. It, you know Greek mythology? That has a lot to do with it, right. with stuff okay. in here. Okay. Anyway, I love Greek um, mythology, so. Yeah. So have you heard of Pan? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me just finish this part. It says, um, but in the last few decades, that serious investigation has taken place off to the side of the cave. Oh, okay. So there's the cave. Mm-hmm. Then off to the side, still built in like the rock of the cave, is a Byzantine. Is that how you say it? Byzantine? Church? Byzantine? Yeah, Bez, Byzantine church. And it, and there's like two doorways. There's a doorway on the front, like front part. And then there's one, if you go in the cave, there's a doorway there. Mm. They say that the door or the, the church was built because like to ward off the demons or the negative energy that was in the cave. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's interesting. Yeah. But it's it's so it's kind of cool like if when you see it you're like there's a church right there. Like right. how crazy is that? And there's this a cave in the and church. there's a door that goes through the cave. Yeah. yeah. There like you go in the cave and then there's like this wooden door. Even um the Colin kid, he tried to open it but it was locked. That's crazy. Yeah, and they they have a sign that's explaining what it is. So everybody says things, but that Colin Paranormal Files actually was reading it, and it was explaining that it, it was the church was built in part to ward off any bad spirits attached to the cave. Interesting. Yeah, very. Anyway, it was a site to worship Pan. And, I, <laughs> okay, the cave itself actually consists of a network of tunnels. There's a whole bunch of tunnels underneath that go underneath the mountain and all over the place. One of the tunnels leads to a clearing with a small pond of water, and there remains evidence that the site was once used in the worship of the Greek god Pan, uh, hmm. the part human, part goat patron of shepherds. I have to think, like, I think people have seen what some people call goat man or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think they've seen him here. Right. Anyway, Davila's cave was brought to light. Looks like the 5th century BC. That's a long time ago. Holy shit. It's been around forever. Right. The surrounding area was used as a marble quarry uh, by the builders of the Acropolis. Ooh. Yeah. And the cave was discovered by chance during works of the extraction of marble. The cave's name comes from the wide belief that the infamous 19th century brigand, brigand called Davilus, real name Christos Natasios. Don't know. Do you know that guy? Don't either. Uh, used the cave as a hideout, which they said that a lot of people have used it. It's been used as like a hideout for a lot of people. Okay. This fact, though, not verifiable historically. They kind of say that a lot, that it's, there's a lot of things that haven't been verified, but there's enough people that report it. Myth and legend. Yeah. Like word of mouth. Yeah. The myth says that Davilus hid his treasure inside the cave. 
which if you think about this, it might make sense to why something else might have happened. The official name of the cave is simply Cave of Pendeli. The antiquity, in antiquity, the cave was a place of worship for the followers of Pan and the Nips for his orgies. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. yeah, for worship and orgies. How do you do that? <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> Doesn't he have like a twin god in the Roman mythology? I don't know. I don't know anything the god about of wine. him. They have bacchanals. It's the same. I think it's kind of the same. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. Connor was always big on Greek mythology. Like I had that big book and I haven't even looked at it. <laughs> Connor has. I have a book too, somewhere around here. Yeah, he knows all of that stuff. Okay, so here's where it talks about being a hideout. Remember, I said a hideout for a lot of people. In the 1800s, the cave was a hideout for a group of bandits led by a man named Tavellis, hence the name of the place. But since his death, it has been a spot linked to inexplicable paranormal events. Hmm. Here's the paranormal. Okay. Okay. Natives have long stated that the cave has been the site of common ghostly phenomena since the ancient times, this being the main reason behind its use as a place of worship. I'm just going to skip through that. Oh, okay. Hold on. There's people have seen glowing orbs, vague forms of human, like human figures Hmm. consisting of mists and shadows i think there's actual pictures of that i don't know i'll have to see um there are even there have even have been a few reports of strange creatures resembling sheep that disappear when you approach Hmm. yeah cam um cameras cease to function which that did happen with colin and his dad their cameras um, he kept fumbling, like it kept coming out of his hands, but it, um, it, the battery life was... Which is pretty common. Right? right, yeah. And so that kind of stuff happens. In other parts of the cave, photographs show odd shapes and figures not seen when the photo is taken. So not until they look at the photo later do right. they realize they have something. Ah. Okay, get this. Water rolling up instead of down. What? A wall. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's going a weird direction. The si- and sightings of a <laughs> That just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> it's so weird that it gets the reason I would believe some of this is because anyway, hold on, I'll tell you. Uh the and sightings of a cat-like creature walking on two legs. On the left wall, you can see the etching of past travelers including several 19th and early 20th century English writers. They also say, what was it that they were saying? My mind just totally lost it when I was reading that. Shit. Did it have to do with the English writers? No, it had to do with what people were seeing. Oh. That's okay. I'll come to it. Oh, UFO sightings. So they Ooh. also think that there's a lot of like UFO type. Another one of those places. Uh-huh. Like there's a lot of UFO type activity I there. I like those places where it's like... And we've done a few of them mm-hmm. where there's multiple things going yeah. on. Well, it's like, it's such a weird place. Like right. it has just such a, the vibe is weird. It's eclectic. Right. Anyway. Okay. So here's why I say that I think some of this weirdness, there could be something to it because at one point in the 1980s, the cave uh, was suddenly closed off to the public and became a site for the government. The government like closed it off to everybody. It was top secret. They didn't tell anybody. Still to this day, nobody knows why they were there. 
Like what they were doing, what they were looking for, nothing. They had a whole bunch of heavy equipment. They were digging through the tunnels. They had explosives. They were like expanding the tunnels. Anyway, uh, yeah, ex- expanding. So is it like a, a huge cave system or? Is it? Is it? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. And they were expanding the existing natural tunnels. It was never made clear just which government agencies were involved, but they said it was NATO government or NATO activity is what they said. However, it is rumored that NATO was at the helm. As was discovered later, the government task force did use explosives and heavy machinery to dig further, which I said. Okay, but here's the weird part. Then out of the blue, let me make sure I'm not forgetting anything, but the reasons behind the activity were never made public. Strangely, the government activity stop just suddenly. They just stop everything. They stop so sudden they left everything where it was. Like their big machinery. Mm-hmm. They didn't take it out. They just left it. Yeah, they abandoned everything. Tell me that's not the weirdest shit. Yeah, that is weird. Crazy. So anyway, government activities stopped. Newly made tunnels stopped at Dead End Cave walls and old tunnels were sealed off for some unknown reason. It's almost like they found something that freaked them out Mm -hmm. and they just decided to stop. They're like done. Yeah. No more. So crazy. But they didn't close it off to the public. They, you know, they just left. Right. And then they reopened it for people. Huh. Weird. Weird. Or they got what they wanted. Could be. It was like, we got it. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Well, did you say something about a treasure? Right. Okay. So that's what I was going to say. That treasure. What was that? And did they find it? And then they were like, we got it. And maybe it wasn't a treasure at all, but maybe it had, maybe it had to do with the UFO stuff. Maybe it had to do with something that they've been looking for to kind of bring proof of something. Maybe that was the treasure. Interesting. I don't know. Could be. (laughs) It's crazy. Like the, who knows what it was, but maybe they go down the whole rabbit hole. Like, but. But whatever it was, they got it. And yeah, that's why the treasure. Thank you for remembering that. Let's see. Strangely, along with the government equipment, a cache of cancer treatment drugs was found in the cave after the government left. What? Nobody knows why. Other strains. Like a cache. Like like it was. It was just a whole bunch of cancer treatment, like pills. That's weird. Mm Mm-hmm. In Uh, a cave. In the cave. Why was it there? Yeah. It's a cave. I don't know. Other strange observations. Paranormal enthusiasts began investigating again and were surprised at what they found. In one instance, a line of footprints was pressed into a new cement floor. So crazy. And it leads to a closed off enclosure in one of the tunnels. What? Yeah, but that's it. (laughs) It's like it's like... It was like, why is that there? And how did it get there? It was just weird. Um, The footprints just went up to the cave wall and stopped. No footprints led back out of the enclosure. What if they made like a secret bat cave that's in there? And how would they get in and out though? I don't know. But what if there is something still back there? Like a secret there? room that yeah. they made? Yeah, what if there's something back there? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And nobody knows. Like all the times people go in there, they think it's paranormal shit, but it's actually whatever they got behind the wall. That's crazy. Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> okay. No government come after me. I haven't figured it out. <laughs> 
right. The, uh, we're just what ifing. Yeah, we're what ifing. No footprints led back to the back out of the enclosure. It it appeared that the person who left the imprints went directly through the caves, stone walls. One time, oh oh, okay. One time, a doll was found on a nearly impassable ma- mountainside near. I look at. I like like how I'm I'm visualizing right. it. <laughs> Uh, near the cave's entrance and was eventually retrieved. The next morning, an identical second doll was found in the exact same location. Is that creepy? Yeah. Is this them? No. No? Okay. Uh, Other unexplained phenomena included the presence of ozone near the entrance of the cave. Ozone? Ozone. Really? There are reports of tire tracks going up impossibly steep slopes and abandoned cars and objects that appear to roll uphill. Okay, so what is it? Water going up? Yeah. Vehicles going up? Right. But shouldn't be able to? That's weird. It's all very strange. There's a lot of weird phenomenon. It's a weird-ass place. No, I have it on here. I'll show you. Let's see. Let me just see real quick. Right here. Oh, whoa. What's the name of it, though? Oh, Diwali's. Okay. Or Diwali, 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 I don't know. You know, that's not my thing. I'm not very good at that part. You're better at it than I am. Barely. <laughs> okay. Oh, missing explorers. And there are many stories about the cave explorers themselves. Some investigators of the cave become severely disoriented and unsure of where they are and or how long they've been there. In fact, some people who went into the cave have never been seen again. And it is suspected they got lost in the maze of the tunnels because there's so many. Mm-hmm. Um, the site today draws curious tourists, new age practitioners, and reportedly satan <laughs> cults. <laughs> Remnants of the possible. Why can't I talk? Remnants satanic, satanic, satanic. But it's ist. Oh, Satanist. Satanist. God dang! <laughs> right when you said it, I got it. Thank you. Satanist. It's kind of like um, hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. Honor, honor. Wait, hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> Right. Remnants of the possible animal sacrifices are occasionally found. When Colin and his dad went, there was a little cult-like ceremonial thing. It was just a round circle with like a stick in it had some kind of a staff or something in it. Okay. Like somebody had did a little ceremony in there. Oh. So it's definitely even to this day still people are going up there and doing satanic rituals but the true history of the Devalis. now i want to hear how they say it i think i'm saying it right anyway cave and its current paranormal reputation have yet to be fully investigated the cave is also believed to have and possibly still is used by other religious groups mainly occultists oh many times oh i think i said that about it being used as shelter for civilians uh-huh yeah okay i just want to make sure i get it all in there all right but that's it what do you think that's pretty cool. i just think the crazy shit is water going uphill or up the walls yeah cars like everything why why is there such weird shit happening 
And then I would just pass it off. But because government shit was there. Right. And NATO. Right. Usually when the government, like when they went, uh, what was it called? Like Area 51 stuff? Yeah, but the, that ranch. Oh, oh like Skinwalker? Skinwalker Ranch. Like when they come in. There's they something. Wanna, yeah, there's something going on. It's not fake. I believe. Yeah, I believe My too. My personal belief. Is. My personal belief is there has to be proof of something. Some shit is happening. So they want to go in and measure it and like yeah. figure out. I, I I just happened while I was watching this. There's not a whole lot of videos. And so I happened to watch a video on a cave mm-hmm. that's like Skinwalker Cave. Mm-hmm. And that shit, that had some activity. Really? Yeah. Like somebody threw a rock and then the rock gets thrown back at them oh. in a weird ass way. Like crazy shit. Like a curveball? I want to watch more because i think yeah yeah i think um i think omar might have gone there i didn't get to watch it but i'm gonna see if he did okay i think he did maybe that that'll be our next show yeah maybe we'll do our next show our next podcast (laughs) like we're on a stage well that's a show yeah it's a show (laughs) it's a shit show sometimes I don't know. I thought this was I liked it. That's a cool. different place. Yeah. Pretty interesting. It's, had some government don't had don't aliens. Don't. Aliens. Had weird phenomena. Some paranormal there shit. There was no Bigfoots. No. But there was ghostesses and And goatmen. Goatmen. That's yeah. That's yeah. A little weird. A little <laughs> Shadow weird. figures. Shadow figures. Disappearing sheep. Well and then the Kinda. whole entrance to a church that's not an entrance. Right. Yeah, that's a little weird. What is that all about? Very weird. The church has two entrances and the church being right there to ward off bad, but it doesn't seem like it's doing a very good job. It doesn't even look like the church is open. <laughs> what the like fuck is that about? Church. That, it's an it old church. It looks pretty ancient. It is. I mean, look. What like it might say? be BC. BC. <laughs> Like the church itself might be BC. I think it is. Well, I don't think it can be. Oh, no, because they didn't do that. Yeah. That's before Christ. So. Yeah. I mean, what did they do? I'm going to research that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But they did do, uh... oh, you know what? I think that church might have been like around the 1800s. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm saying that. I feel like I might have read that or watched it or something. I could just be making that shit up. <laughs> But you can believe it if you want. Like, Carlene's so smart. I mean, you know, these days you could say whatever you want. And people might just fucking believe it. <laughs> Guess what, guys? I'm going to be the next president. I won the election. <laughs> Alma and I, we're going to run You're going to be my vice president? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. See? We say it, so it's true. It It's going to happen. <laughs> vote, vote Alma Carlene. <laughs> we're kind of assholes. We could probably make... Oh, perfect. Perfect? We'd make perfect president, vice president. Yeah. Except for the whole ADHD thing. No, that's even better. (laughs) That's even better. That means we can really multitask. Uh, I would never want to be a president. No. Or any kind of politician. No. Because they freaking dissect your life, do more than stool samples, stick a probe up your ass. Like they want to. The aliens already do that to me. Well. And that's going to be another show. <laughs> the aliens. The aliens. The sneak in our rooms at night. I had an idea, yeah. but I'm going to tell you after we Off close air? out because I feel like we talk about all our ideas. Oh, we shouldn't do that ever... on air. Yeah, because. Because I have an idea too, but I'm waiting. <laughs> uh, we still got to finish her. Oh. 
our thing. Our, our, editing our ghost adventure. Our, yeah, I feel terrible, but the, I was thinking about that over the, the Do week. Do you have it? Did you bring it? No. Oh, okay. I'm going to put a holiday mask up, just FYI, when this comes out on Tuesday. It's going to be a Christmas mask. A mask? Mask. Oh. A mask. Ooh. Up on our Teespring. Sweet. Sweet. It's going to be Do limit, it. limited. Do limited. it. Limited time only. All right, you guys. Thank you guys for uh, whoever's still listening to us. <laughs> We appreciate you so do, much. Just do what I do. Listen to it in two parts or three parts or hey, four this parts. this was a short episode. Oh, well, by the time, yeah, I we had it. Because I didn't, my story wasn't long at all. Yeah, mine was a little long. Yeah, we could talk, cut out our some of our, but I, I listen to us in segments. Like when I'm in the shower and then maybe while I'm putting on my makeup and maybe while I'm cleaning the house. That's what I do. You don't have to listen to it in one swoop. <gasps> I what? just realized. What? Mulan. You have Disney Channel? Yeah. The Mulan movie yeah. is available today. Oh. What? Yeah. I go home and watch it. I totally for- I've been waiting for that. The the recent one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go home and watch it. Do you watch The Mandalorian? I have been watching it with Connor and I Leslie when they're over. It. it is pretty interesting. <laughs> It's addicting. It is addicting. Yeah, I like it. I love that little baby thing, Yoda. Baby Yoda, but He's he has so a name cute. now. Oh, does he? Yeah, I'm not I just saw it. him sitting in the classroom when he took him, and he was eating the kid's little blue. Oh, Sorry, yeah. he spotted. brought it. He yeah. Was- Use the force. <laughs> yes. That was so cute. And that kid, Spoiler and I'm like, alert. I just want to wipe that kid's mouth. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was such a pig eating it. And he just looks at him like, <sighs> that was so cute. All right, kids. I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. I know things are kind of weird right now. I hope everybody has a happy Merry Christmas. Yeah, but hopefully we'll be able to say Merry Christmas. Because why? But like, hopefully we'll meet again. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, but if we don't, if we I just don't, want every, I want to tell everybody. I know it's kind of a, a weird year. Christmas. A lot of people couldn't spend. <laughs> just belt that out. <laughs> Do you want to go into a whole opera? Like- I apologize. <laughs> a little Hanukkah. Hanukkah. You know, I'm making sure we're at reaching all our audience. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's from when I worked at the Jewish <laughs> Community Center. You are um, hilarious. You're welcome. I don't know any Kwanzaa or anything. Is it Kwanzaa? Is that yes. it? Yeah, I don't know any of that. I don't think that there's a special. I would love to sing to you. Dreadle, dreadle, dreadle. <laughs> <laughs> You can be my. You can. You can just see my face. You can buy Carlene's CD oh. on iTunes. You're welcome for all the cats that show up to your door. Listen, this is all what I do. When I'm by myself 24-7. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I feel like I'm a serious dog lady and you're the crazy cat lady. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my guy. Okay, but seriously. Seriously. We hope, we hope to see you or speak to you or what? We speak hope you hear you? us. We hope you hear us. <laughs> 
<laughs> before. We hope you join us. Yes. For our next episode, whether it be at the end of this year or the beginning yes. of next year. Can we just, just fast forward? Just smile when I hear next year. 2021. When we were kids, did you like 2021 was like space age. Dude, I was like, we should have cars flying floating through the air. Which we kind of do. I mean, they said that we would be like, you know, they would Star Trek. They would be like talking on their wrist, and we do. Yeah, well, we have our little phones. Yeah, they're like yeah. basically yeah. computers. We, in we our watch hand. TV on our phone. We talk to Siri. Yeah, who would have thought that? Exactly. It's it's um, the Jetsons. Oh, okay. did we ever tell anybody what we were drinking tonight? No. Well, we started out with the. <laughs> what was that? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was doing obscene things. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh my God. <laughs> it's called Head to Head oh, Tuscan hilarious. Red Blend 2018. It's delicious. My friend Anna brought this a couple weeks ago. It is delicious. But before that, we had the, the strawberry tequila. Mm, the rose. Tequila rose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With a little bit of whipped cream on top. Ugh, that makes shot. it a dessert. It was so good. Oh, can I just say, people, if you want to give your loved ones a delicious gift, I am supplying gift certificates. Oh. So you can contact me on Facebook at Psychic Medium Carlene Higgins, or you can email me at Carlene, that's C-A-R-L-E-N-E dot spirit at yahoo.com i have gift certificates for a reading can i suggest something yeah since we're going into the new year yeah your boom shakalaka oh i think just like clearing your chakras and getting rid of all the yuck from this year before you enter the new year i think is pretty awesome and if you want to give that as a gift i think that's pretty awesome too you can give it to yourself as a gift yeah so all you have to do is contact me and i have and if you can't remember that, you can always contact us. Yeah. Tipsy Tales Podcast at yahoo.com. Ta da. Ta da. So have yourself. <laughs> on that note, I'm going to end it before things get really weird. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Have a good night. Good night. Good night.